Hello everyone, and welcome to another Billyverse game. Before we begin in this exploration of horror and mystery, let's thank the following Patreon patrons. Unheeding, Alexander Klaus, David Bellinger, Eric, Riley Roberts, Jonah Levin, Joffrey Voss, The Wigginses, Brittany Wilson, Kevin Lovecraft, and Memnochus. Thank you for your donations, and welcome to the Billyverse. What you see in the next car is, it's an empty cart, there's no stickers, it looks fairly clean, but you do hear crying, and you look down the cart, and at the very end is a woman, I mean, she's wearing mom jeans and a, a sweater that has Mickey Mouse on it, and she's crying into her hands. Oh, I mean, man. maybe she's like someone like you who got stuck on this thing. And again, you feel almost like the subway car is going faster. Again, no stops. Now you could look at the windows and you can see it's nothing but darkness. There's no flying by station. There's nothing. But yeah, this is a normal cart. And at the very end, a woman's crying. Uh, I slowly walk into the next car and go, Hello? <laughs> It's gonna look like really weird if three guys in an empty cart walk up to this woman. Can you, can you talk to her? Yeah. What? I can't talk to her. She's a stranger. It's a, diff it's a diffusing move in order to make sure that she feels safe. I mean, look at us. We're assholes. You might have a chance. Let's not go that far. No, they're right. They're right. They are. This is a classic fandible move. Take the character who's the least amount of talky talky and make them talky talky. Chelsea like takes two steps and then she just turns back around. I can't, I can't. Okay, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Focus on me. Chelsea, I want you to think this mentally as you start to speak, okay? In your mind, you're someone that can take challenges ahead of you. I'm only happy when it rains. I'm only happy when it's complicated. And though I know you can't appreciate it, I'm only happy when it rains. Take that inside and go. The dedication to the bit is admirable. <laughs> Am I only happy when it rains? Because you're only happy when life is complicated. I want you to roll. I want you to try to. I'm gonna see what you can. I want you to try. I to feel like that should. Like I should just get a, a a plus one to my next social roll. I want. Well, let's see. I want you. To, you're you're gonna be expressing this. Okay. So yeah, expression plus charisma. Expression plus charisma. So I yep. get expression of nothing. That's fine. And this a charisma of three. So roll three. I'm gonna use willpower. Okay. <laughs> success. You got an automatic success. You get one automatic success. That's all it does. I get yeah, all, all, okay. all. So I get at least one automatic success. All right. Cool. Only one success. One success. That's enough. Hey. I hope. You feel not motivated. <laughs> it's kind of like when a child's crying and you confuse them, so they stop crying because they're confused, and then you suddenly they're suddenly realizing they're in their room. <laughs> so he turns you around, pushes you forward, and you are suddenly in front of this woman, uh, and she's crying. But you get a plus one to your next roll. Nice. <laughs> um, excuse me? Yeah, oh god, girl, hey. I'm a mess. Don't look at me. Uh, oh, 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 okay. 
And Chelsea like just looks off into the this distance. Is the, this is, by the way, the least supernatural part of this whole thing. Yeah. Like that is like any given oh, Saturday God, night yeah. on the yeah. girl late under night. crying on the AC train on a Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of like, like it. you shouldn't, you shouldn't pay attention, but you kind of want to. Are, are you okay? Oh, you can't change a man. You can't change a man if he's bad in the beginning. He's gonna be bad at the end. Oh. It, they, they have to want to change for themselves. Oh, they never want to change. And she looks up and she looks like she has bruising along the side of her face. No. They never want to change. Are, are, are you hurt? No. I'm all sorts of tired. I'm just so tired. And this thing never stops. And I'm just so tired. Wait, look, what, what doesn't... What doesn't stop? Oh, honey. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. You're going to be so tired. You're going to be so tired when Bruce comes. You're going to be so tired. Who's, who's Bruce? Oof. You don't remember Bruce? I don't, I don't, I don't know who Bruce is. I will make you fucking remember as she shoots her head up. Oh, dear. And suddenly... Her scalp kind of peels down the side, and under her feminine face is the face of a bald, angry man. And as he jerks up, her skin and her dress breaks off her, rips like a trash bag. And this 5'4 woman, no, couldn't have been more than 120 pounds wet, is replaced with a 6'2 270-pound, beer-gutted, angry-looking man. And Chelsea screams, like, just full-throated, scream queen, blood-curdling scream. Okay, first off, we're rolling initiative. Okay. Okay. Uh, Nine for me. Uh, Eleven for me. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Nine. Okay, so he goes first. As soon as you scream, Chelsea, he said, I said don't scream, and he's going to hit you. Uh Uh-oh. Four bashing damage as wow. you are dis- you are a, a hundred pounds wet girl being <laughs> bullied by this beer jugging mm-hmm. monster. And, and you get beefy fist that slams into you. It is I- bruising, so you can try to soak it with some stamina. One. So oof, I took three. So you you take a backhand and you slam into the bar right behind you and you fall to down to the ground. And this man is standing over you, just angry as can be, and bits of flesh are still hanging off of him. Hell, half his head still features like the scalp of the woman that he erupted out of. Who's next? So that's Edward, I think, with 11? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. I'm going to, well, I just saw Chelsea get hit. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try and assist her. I'm going to try and like, like you know, like grab her arm, like pull her out of this guy's range, basically. Yeah, next time I will give him a difficulty. So that's what you're doing. Yep, yep, that's basically what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. basically like trying to protect, like get her out of his range so yeah. he can't like keep going at her. Basically what I will do if he decides to go after her again, I will give you the ability to say like, I take the hit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so yeah, you do it. You don't freeze. You don't need to roll. You absolutely grab her and you kind of pull her behind you. And who's next after Edward? Uh, it's two nines. It's either me or Angela. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to lime and slam him into the back doors. Yeah, you absolutely, you mm-hmm. charge up. There's an energy about you. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't like scumbags. No, I do not. And I'm so angry, I'm going to spend another willpower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's see, I get a, ooh, 
Two successes then. Okay, so you line back slam him. So take one success. So one dice and add your strength. Mm-hmm. So one dice and add my strength. Okay. That is one, two, three successes. Yeah. Nice. He takes a step towards Chelsea. His mm-hmm. fist is raw with anger. You can see it's uh, mm-hmm. bloodied even. And as he pulls back and Edward steps in the way, ready to take the hit like a champ, mm-hmm. coming over the chairs like a lineman trying to get the ball into the infield is Brent. Mm-hmm. And you slam into this guy's stomach and slam him into the back of mm-hmm. the wall. And he hits his head on one of those posters that's hanging the glass. And you hear that grass break. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the hell? This don't concern you. And then his face completely splits apart. And the skin kind of just loosely hangs over him oh. and then falls away because it's too heavy. And you hear the scream of a woman saying, no, please, no, no, no. And it's the same woman of terrible perm covered in gore. What the fuck? Time to go. Yeah, it's oh, God. Chelsea's. I'm so tired. I, I push her out of the way and we're going to go through the door. Yeah, it was Chelsea's <laughs> initiative next and Chelsea's declaration is run to the next car. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Tony, what are you doing? I'm going to run to the next car in like a couple rounds, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. As you run, Tony, you kind of slip over some of the skin and flesh covering your way. And you turn around and you slam the door behind you and you look through the window and the woman has returned to crying into her hands in this cart. And then you notice the scurrying of rats as they come out of every shadow and they're running to this feast of fat and gore and just start eating it. And they're crawling on top of the woman, and they're, some, they're not, like, biting her, but they're nibbling on the little bits of skin that oh, are ew. still left on a Bruce. She's, like, the most disgusting Disney princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the rats are singing a song while it happens, yeah, yeah. so it's, you know, it's still family-friendly. Meat, meat, lovely meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are all just kind of pressed against the window watching in horror, mm-hmm. abject horror. And then you finally, who's the first to turn around? We make, um... Just crushing it so far. What else do I... Tony, you turn around. And you're in a 1930s diner car. Like, not even like the cheap diner car that you've experienced on Amtrak. This is like, there's a wait staff. And there's cloth tables. And there's a chandelier slowly kind of shaking as you're going through the subway tunnel. Again, you look out the windows and there's curtains kind of blocking your ways. But you can still see nothing but darkness. Occasionally a shadow of a pipe... Maybe a stone wall will pass. But again, you guys have been here so long. This thing should have stopped. Hell, it should have hit the end of the line. But you're still going. And it's still going faster and faster. And there's suddenly a man in front of you, Tony, saying, Hmm, yes, a table for four. Hey, guys. Yeah. What? What the? Uh, we were just passing through, man. Oh, please, please, please take a seat. We have been waiting for some guests for some time. As you can see, we have a a full uh, contingency of uh, accommodations. And he waves his hand behind him. And yeah, there's no one in the seats. There are five, ten tables, fancy as hell, and they are ready for people to sit down. I motion behind me. Uh, Do you know what's... There's a woman? Oh, we don't bother with that domestic dispute. It's none of our business. Okay. Please, can I get you some water? Yes, please. Yeah, sure. Please take a seat. And yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. Seat, let's sit mm-hmm. down, guys. We need to figure out what, what we're going to do. Yeah, okay. and the waiter, and he's a maybe a thirty-five, possibly forty, forty-five man, 
a well-kept couple wrinkles, crow's eyes, a little gray in his hair, mustache trimmed like the 1930s, and he is dressed like a butler. Like, you've seen Mr. Belvedere. You know what he looks like. This man looks like a skinnier Mr. Belvedere. And he walks around and he fills these fancy-ass glasses with water. Please enjoy your beverages. I'll be here when you're ready to order. Can, can I, can I, can I please get some ice? Oh, of course, my dear. And he snaps his fingers and like a busboy runs up. He's like, oh, sorry about that. And he pulls out some ice from a bucket and drops it in using tongs. Anybody else want ice? I'm okay, thank you. Okay, what about you, sport? Yeah, sure. He drops some ice in the uh, you, sir? I'm good. Okay, if you need me, you just call me. My name's Mickey. And he runs off, and the waiter just stands there watching you all as you drink. Chelsea's actually fishing the ice out of her drink, and she's putting it in her napkin, and she's holding it against her face because she just got backhanded. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony's going to sip the ice and watches you do that. It's like, does the same thing. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to do. Now, uh, is there anything that I can get for you, gentlemen and lady, of course? Uh, I mean... If you're okay, maybe some answers to a few questions before we order. Of course, I'm here to serve. <laughs> and I look at I look I look at I look at Tony. Okay, where's this train going? Oh, I'm afraid this train is going down <laughs> to the end of the line. Oh, what part of Manhattan is that? All of Manhattan, sir. Okay. Usually we only get one of you during the year, but we got five. <laughs> Four of you and the little one. The little Hey, have you seen a small Asian girl about 13 years old? She took some of the silverware. That's her. <laughs> yeah, that's her. So wait, wait. So this... Okay, let's start brass tacks. Does this subway take people? Of Is course. Of, of course. Yeah, okay. What's going on with the different carts? We, we, there was a cart full of people who wanted to punch us in the face. There was a cart full of ads for uh, an old mayor's oh, race. Old grudges, things that were never said. Okay. Are we dying? What? Dude. What? You're not answering. I'm, I really would like an answer. Are we dying or are we dead? Man, ever since you took that, that film course, we're all dying. Oh, Some of God. us are already dead. What? What? No. Please, would you like to eat your main course? And he reaches out and he pulls open a dish and it's empty. You guys look at this plate and it's nothing. There's nothing there. However, I need you to make a self-control check. Difficulty eight. Mm -hmm. And so is that just rolling the number of dots in your virtue? Yep. Two successes. Ooh, one success. Oh no, I got a 10 and a one. Uh So close, so far. And David, how many did you get? None. Edward. Brent, you stare at the plate, and it's its nothing. It's literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was the food in our mind the entire time? Tony and Chelsea, you feel so compelled to reach out and grab something. And you reach out and you grab nothing, and you take a bite. I need you to roll strength plus one, both of you. Okay. So your strength and one extra die? Yep. Ten. Ooh. Eight. Okay. So one, one success, one success. One success. Yes, sir. Edward, as soon as Chelsea bites into the nothing in her hand, you feel someone rip a chunk into your cheek. And Chelsea, you're watching an abject horror as a bite mark appears right on Edward's cheek and he screams. Yeah. And then you feel something meaty in your oh, mouth. Oh, 
ew, 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 Brent, ew, 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 ew. something bites into your thigh. Ugh. And you look down into your pa- on your pants, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you see blood soaking through the pants. And Tony, mm-hmm. something meaty and coppery fills your mouth. You guys don't feel the compelled to swallow, by the way. You guys spit, spit it out. It yeah. 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 Does it look Ow. like, you know, human flesh? Light-skinned human flesh, white, pale, yep. with marks of uh, makeup, human flesh. I, I look at the butler, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm just I'm screaming sorry. incoherently at this point. As you look back at him, Brent, he turns back towards you, and his entire face is pale and covered in bite marks. And he's like, I'm sorry, sir, I just have nothing else to give. Okay, time to go. We're gone. Okay, we're, we're out, we're out. Okay. You're not staying for dessert? No! <laughs> <laughs> and yet, you guys pretty much run by, and Mickey gives you, like, a two-fingered salute <laughs> as you pass him. And uh, the last thing you hear before you escape this cart is Mickey says, They never stay for dessert. <laughs> Wait, did... None of us drink the water, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure some of you did. Yeah, yeah I did. Okay. Yeah, but I I'll be honest, it tasted like water, and no one suddenly felt that like their blood. <laughs> just wanted to be it sure. It tasted like water. It was your friend's pee. <laughs> yeah, so we, your bladder, however, seriously empty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did we? So we, did we take actual damage? Like should I be yeah, marking down were, a lethal or something? Yeah. You have a one point. I'm sorry, one point of lethal, one yeah. point of lethal. God damn it! Okay. Yeah, I figured. As we make our way to the other car, <laughs> to, to the symphony of a dude who's just been bitten in the goddamn Fuck. face. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. We fucking hurt. Yeah. Oh, my face. Ah. yeah, no, there's a lot of crying and screaming. Yep, yep. We are teenagers, and one of them has been bitten in the face, and the other one is very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I love that there's no mention of the one that was bitten in the thigh. It's, it's fine. just us two that matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it is uh, definitely. Uh, I would be making you make like roll like sanity, but. At this yeah. point, you guys are role playing enough that this is fucking. This yeah. Is fucking yeah. Up. And frankly, Tony kind of looks like yeah, it's not his first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the first time I've been a man in the five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys enter the cart, and this is the most normal cart that you've seen. And the only thing on this cart that you see is in the center of the cart is a wallet and a cell phone. And Tony, goddammit, you recognize that wallet. Finally. I'm going to approach it very cautiously. Of course, you're taking your time. You look at every aisle. At one point, you see like an old Doritos bag, and you all paused, wondering if it's going to turn into a crab or something. Mm. But no, it's just trash. Is it, is it a modern Doritos bag, or oh. is it an old No, this logo. one's old. It's old logo. <laughs> this is advertising a 3D Doritos. Oh, oh. Okay, I actually just saw 3D Doritos at Target today, though. What? Yeah, but these are all okay. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, it, but it was definitely like a what year is it yeah. moment. And yeah. Tony, you get to your wallet, you open it up, it still has your money in it, it still has everything. The only thing that you notice about it is there's a smudge of blood on the back. It's easy to wipe off, it's fresh, and you notice that there's a little bit of a, like a couple droplets of blood leading away. And there's a cell phone as well laying there. I turn on the cell phone. You turn it on, yeah, you absolutely turn it on, and it shows a picture of the little brat that stole your money. Mm-hmm. And, she said she didn't have a cell phone. And she is doing a selfie with a man who is in the hospital bed. And he's trying to give a very happy thumbs up, but he's skin and bones. Do they look alike? Yeah. And the cell phone is locked. Mm-hmm. Though someone with maybe a tech background or if they have a tech ability, they could try to unlock it. But right now it's just a 
picture and it requires a code. I have three in computers. Anybody oh. know how to unlock this? I might. This might give us an idea how to get out of here, hopefully. Computers plus intelligence? Yes. Uh, nope. Failed. Uh, you try to open it up. This is a modern enough cell phone that you, none of your old hacks can get it open. But you do see it was hers. Pocket it. Yeah, as you stand up, you look down and the blood, like, they're just droplets of blood. Little bits of droplets. They're leading towards the last cart. You know it's the last cart because as you're approaching it, it definitely looks like what a subway conductor would be and doesn't have like a windowed door. It's just a door. What was the phone and wallet on? On the floor. Okay. Well, Tony points towards the small splatter of blood. Goes this way. Maybe she'll have some answers. You think Lilgo's going to have answers about this? It looks like she's as lost as we are. She's the reason we're here, man. All right. I'm going to step forward. I'm going to try to open the door. You pull it and it's locked. Mm -hmm. But you feel that this is a rusted door. Like, you you think you could try to break it open. Mm -hmm. Strength plus what? Strength plus athletics. Okay. And if anybody else wants to try to help him, you can get a boost dice. You can only get, like, another person to help you because three's a crowd. Yeah. So, what's help me? I've got a, a shirt wadded up against my face. <laughs> so, Tony. Yep. Yeah, okay. So, you help me out, so I get a bonus die. So, let's see. Five successes. Nice. Wow. You're like, hey, Tony, I need your help. And then you just kick the door. <laughs> I just That's fine. It. It was more of a, hey, Tony, watch this. <laughs> Tony, your help was being a witness. <laughs> Imagine what I could have done if you hadn't taken a chunk out of my thigh. <laughs> yeah. You kick open this door, and it flies open. And in front of you is the window looking out on old rails. There's no real light, which there should be, but you see nothing but shadows and darkness and you're sailing forward. And you see a lone figure sitting in the subway chair. They don't turn around, but you see the back of their head. They have hair, they got a subway cap on, and they're just ignoring you. It's just like the driver's chair? This is, okay. It's the driver's area. I go to the girl's phone and I activate the flashlight. Yeah, yeah. You, you turn on the flashlight and you wave it all around in there. And no matter how much you wave, the person in front of you is not turning around. They're in that one of those like little swivel chairs. Okay. Hello? Nothing. I take one step forward. I take another step forward. Nothing. I look now that I'm more excited, I look left and right. There's nothing in here but the driver and the controls, which aren't even on, it doesn't look like. And then you notice that the driver seems to be, his his hands aren't even on the controls. They're kind of slumped behind him a little bit. And it's more of a slouching back. Either it, unconscious, dead, or yeah. Are the headlights on the train? Nope. No oh. lights are on at all. all right, get ready to run. I'm going to see it's front. Okay, but don't. Reach out and touch his shoulder. No, I'm, I've seen hard moves. I'm not going to do anything that stupid. I go to the, as far to the left as I can. And I just go squeeze, squeeze forward slowly until I can see the front of his face. The front of what's remaining of his face. Ew. Ah, of course. There's a shotgun resting against his chest. Ew. And his face has been blown off. He took his own life, it looks like. Mm. Uh, guys? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Shotgun to the face. Mm. He did it himself. Oh. Yeah, that's going to stay with me for, like, ever. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chelsea says a prayer. Yeah. I look at the controls. They're off. They're not on at all. You assume they should be, but you're not a subway worker. Mm-hmm. Do it. Any any chance one of you knows how to like turn this on so we can stop this thing? Um, let's give it a shot. Like, let's just pull levers. There's yep. got to be like a big fuck off, like big red lever to stop the train or something. As you say that, you reach for the first lever, and that's when you hear the brakes on this thing activate. You don't even touch it, and then the subway shutters to a stop, and you hear the doors behind you open up. And the people who are still in the cart, the doors on both sides open up and there's nothing but darkness waiting. And you hear over the speakers, this is the end of the line. This train is no longer in service. So we should get out? No. I think we should get off. Okay, but so we stay here and... We could try... You know what? We're gonna gonna go with the previous plan. We're gonna press buttons. Maybe we can push it back. Yeah, sure. You press buttons, you twist levers, you do everything, but there's no power, it seems. Like, whatever you do, there's nothing. I'm going to take the hat off of the body Mm -hmm. and throw it just outside of the door into the darkness while shining a light on it. It lands on top of gravel, and as the light pierces the darkness outside, it seems like you're in an old subway tunnel. Oh, guys, we're actually... It looks like we're near a depot or something. This definitely looks more like cavernous than just like one of those smaller tunnels. Mm -hmm. So it could be a depot of some sort. I take the shotgun. Yeah. Do you have any in firearms? I have one in firearms. So you know, you went hunting with your uncle once or Mm -hmm. twice. You're not very good at it, but you know, he made you shoot a deer. You cried. That was 12. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edward kind of like, you sure you know how to use that thing? A bit. What's that part called? He points a part on the gun because the player knows nothing. Uh, the wood panel? Yeah, give me. <laughs> and, uh, and Edward just like takes a shotgun. Jesus Christ, still on. Anyway, yeah, Ed, yeah Edward has yeah. like, Eddie has like three in firearms for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he's like, give me that. You oh, Edward, I can yourself. tell you why you had three in firearms. Your father, your grandfather, your uncles, your, you are the only son of a redneck family. Yep, yep. And they're so proud of you for being a drama guy. <laughs> <laughs> They tried to, to convince you that, hey, instead of drama, would you like to go hunt animals in the woods? And they took you out. And you're good at shooting things, but you don't like it. Yeah, I, I hunted animals. It's okay. Sometimes people. Yeah, yeah. sometimes people. Yeah. Liberals. Yeah. Um, this has two shots left. Yeah, that's the first thing I checked. Like, you know, check, yeah. check those ammo. Two shots. Two shots. We got two shots. By this point in the background, he's like torn off. Like he has no medicine, but he's just like torn off part of his shirt just to like have something. Feel like he's like a bandage. So he's he's the most post-apocalyptic looking one out of the bunch right now. I I check the pockets of the dead guy. You find an old wallet. His name is uh, Keith Bellman. Mm -hmm. 1986 was the last time this uh, license was issued. Mm -hmm. He was born in the 60s. And you find a faded picture of a woman, but it's pretty old. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. You, you find a couple, like, some, like, a couple dollars, but they're from, like, 1980. Mm. Okay. In the distance, outside, in this depot, you hear, Get the fuck off me, asshole! Get the fuck off me! You recognize that voice. It, oh, it was sorry. a lot nicer um, <laughs> when you heard it, and less it cursing, was. but it definitely has that youthful rebellious tone. Shit, let's go, let's go. Two shots. (laughs) And I rush. (laughs) 
You guys hop off the train and you guys look around. Do you have your flashlights on? We have our phones, yeah. 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 Right. And just so you know, the phones are, there are no bars. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go full Silent Hill and tuck the phone into my front breast pocket so the Mm -hmm. light is shining from Mm -hmm. the chest. Perfect. And then move like a tank from (laughs) the As you look around, it's dark, and even with your cell phones out, it really is just still dark. It's like your cell phones are trying to pierce the darkness, and the darkness is saying, please. (laughs) However, in the distance, walking into what looks to be a stone tunnel, you see people carrying torches, legit torches and they're wearing hoods oh no 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 no. black hoods (laughs) slightly better slightly slightly (laughs) better black hoods and each of them are holding a limb of looks to be that little girl that 13 year old pickpocket she's like fuck you get off me please my mom got diabetes like trying everything (laughs) she goes between begging to be released to just cursing out and being angry what are they wearing, these black hooded figures? I mean, all you see is their backs. You see that the, the hood itself is very pointy upwards. Mm. Like, you had the kind of the right idea when <laughs> I said hoods. It does look a little clannish, <laughs> but exaggerated. These are really high hoods of black. It doesn't feel like they're sheets or white. It's black velvet, you would guess, but they're, they're pretty far away. You definitely couldn't get a shot on them right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she seems to be distracting them because they don't notice any of you as they just kind of turn and go into the stone cavern as she, and you, she's just yelling the entire time. Shit, we should go. Yeah, pretty sure we can't just let them take her. Yeah. And I'm running. Come on. Yep. As you guys are moving, you kind of have to climb onto like a ledge to mm-hmm. get to this cavern. And then you realize like this is like an, this must be an old subway station and not in use because you look over and there's the stairs leading up. Mm-hmm. probably to wherever this would lead. But the stone tunnel, which seems to be dug through the tile of this place, is uh, further down the station. Uh, Tony is torn. Yeah. Yeah, Tony stops at the at the stairwell and then looks at all of you guys. We might be able to get out of here. Do you think we should just leave her and fucking get out of here? You hear a Scream. We would definitely go to hell. It's a 13-year-old girl. Come on, man. All right, fine, 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 fine. But then we come right back here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys run to the tunnel, and you start walking. And this turns from, like, a modern tunnel dug into the tiles to a cavern, a cave. You see moss and dripping water and slime, and you don't see pipes. It almost makes it seem like you're almost in the forest finding a cave instead of in the middle of a city. There's no pumps in here. There's no pumps in here. It's going to flood. You hear moist air bellowing through this cavern. You hear the distance dripping of water. Your boots scrape along stone and dirt and dust and mold and you occasionally see a rat scurry by. Then you start hearing chanting. M-T-A 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 And it's just growing louder as more people join in. M-T-A Something bad's gonna happen, M-T-R. let's go. Also, is that M-T-A? M-T-A? Is that, are you hearing the same thing I'm hearing right now? M-T-A I don't even know, man. M-T-A <laughs> Are we rushing? I, yeah. 
you guys rush in, and the first thing you see as you enter this large cavern is in the middle of this cavern, surrounded by 20, 25 people in hoods, is you would describe it as a ritualistic altar. Mm. Strapped to that is this punky girl, you know, wearing a leather jacket way too big for her, bike shorts and a blouse, and she's kicking and screaming and spitting. And above everything, not above her, but like behind her, you see a lone stalactite, but instead of it like being connected to the rock, to the ceiling, it seems instead there is a fleshy tentacle wrapped around it and it's clinging onto it and it's just pulsating. It's so black, it almost, this whole place is dark. You have flashlights, they have torches, but that's the blackest black you've ever seen of a stone, Mm -hmm. that it would stick out even if this place was completely dark. Simply put, it's unnaturally black. Okay. You would almost say, if it didn't have a texture of, like, you could kind of see some cracks in it and some, like, lines, it was just, like, reality did not make a part of this reality. And this Mm. left it blank. Got it. And there's that fleshy tentacles clinging onto it, hanging from the ceiling, holding this thing up, like, trying to just keep it up a little longer. And there are... 20 people chanting and there is a man in the center with a knife and he is just talking at this point. What's underneath the, because you said the stalactite is not directly over the girl? Yeah. So what what is under it? Can we see? Uh, what is under it? You would maybe guess it's a chasm. It looks okay. like a well. So it's like just, it's not like there's a target or something. No, it's just no. empty blackness. Empty blackness. Okay. And you see the man in the robe, he's talking. It is the year of bounty, MTR, MTR. To avoid plague, to avoid crisis, to avoid locusts and flood, MTR, MTR. We have made a pact to a being for its bounty and love, MTR, MTR. And all it requires is the blood of a lamb, MTR, MTR. It's very ritualistic. Mm-hmm. This whole place feels like a corruption. And yeah, the guy is just, he's finished his little praise. And that the scream of MTR, MTR, MTR is getting louder and louder. And you see that tentacle getting tighter and tighter around that black stone. And the man steps up to the girl and he's, Hey! Stop or he'll shoot you. And yeah, that absolutely (laughs) startles the hell out of everybody. And the chanting stops and they all turn towards you. And a couple of them hold out torches. And the main guy who's still covered in a robe says, who the hell are you? Who the fuck are you about to sacrifice a little girl to a dark god, I'm assuming? You are interrupting things that you do not understand. Stand aside or be kept here for next year's harvest. What were we doing? We got two bullets. Oh, nope. two bullets. Oh. Guys, we were talking to a giant audience trying to convince them not to do something. Can we please focus? I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you are talking to an audience trying to convince them to do something. <laughs> that is basically how Raymond Stilly <laughs> described forensics. <laughs> 
And we've already shown that we're terrible. At it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what do you guys do? There's a couple people taking a, a few steps towards you. Yeah. They're hesitant because, yeah, they know that you probably don't have bullets for 20 of them, but no one wants to take those first couple bullets. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you tell us what's going on. Are you trying to do slam poetry? Is it working? No. God damn it. You are interrupting a sacrifice that's been going on since the dawn of time. Every time it's been forgotten, every time we have not fed the beast, our city has suffered, and our city has suffered enough. So we will take this bounty of a lonely pickpocket in order to enrich everyone in our city and make it a prosperous glimmer of light for the world to see. Have you been up to New York City? I have which is why it needs this harvest. Why a girl? Like, why not somebody else, though? Why not one of you? I mean, if you're all self-sacrificing. Oh my goodness, son. It doesn't matter what blood is fed to the beast, but there are more important members of the herd oh, God than this damn one. It. Oh, God damn it. And you know, honestly, he's just kind of rolling his eyes at you, and he's taking a step towards her, and he's like, ringing up his knife. Is shoot him. Am I in range to shoot this motherfucker? Yes, you are. Then I, at uh, the moment he takes one step towards her, I'm still a good Christian boy, and I'm going to try <laughs> and basically shoot at, like, an intimidate, like, near him. I'm not trying to hit him. Kneecaps. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. But I'm, the point is, I'm not trying to kill him because it's not, I'm not a killer by instinct, but I'm definitely, like, the moment he moves, mm-hmm. like, boom. Like, you I know want what? that to happen. It That just happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he takes a step back. Briefly, I don't have any intimidation, but I'm going to try and make this a subterfuge uh, role by basically, like, you know, kind of acting, going like, I've got a pocket full of shells for the rest of ya. Make it. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. That would be uh, charisma or manipulation? No, manipulation. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Manipulation plus uh, subterfuge. All right. Uh, one, two successes. No one. So two successes. He tied you. Which he means he... Yeah, Defender beat, wins. But he is going to pause for a little while longer. I, b- I bought some seconds, yeah. Seconds. He's going to step back just as if evaluating. He's going to come to the conclusion that, no, you're probably yeah, lying. Yeah, I do. But he finally says, he's, and he thrusts his blade up towards the tentacle holding the, the stone. He's like, it requires sacrifice. Shoot the tentacle. He looks towards you as soon as you whisper that. The, his reaction is <laughs> uh, I should aim the gun up. Willpower roll. Please use a willpower. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to spend a willpower Can we help it yeah. anyway? Spend How about this? You guys raise your t- phones with your cell phone lights, <laughs> yeah. and you illuminate the tentacle so he doesn't have a negative to shooting in the dark. Yes. Fair yes. enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. So um, same, basically same role as before. Uh, and I have one free. We're doing the free success, right? For So I'm starting with one success. Uh two, three, but that's a one which cancels that one out. Uh, so I've got two successes total. Okay, take that. This is going to be, a shotgun blast is five points of damage, so yep. you get, you, you got so a seven, seven dice, I think. Yeah, oh, six dice. dice. Six dice. Yeah, so let's roll damage. Six. Three damage. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what you needed. Yeah. You fire the shot, and the tentacle absolutely lets go of the stone. And it tumbles almost in slow motion down into that crevice 
Good times. And it just keeps on falling. And for you would probably think like, oh, that did nothing. I thought that was going to be more impactful. Mm. But the way they're looking at following, like, you know, a couple of them run over to the edge to see where it went. If they're distracted, I'm rushing towards the girl. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah. Great. You guys rush down to the girl. Mm. And she is bound by leather cuffs. And you hear the clang of a knife. And you look over and the priest has just dropped it as he stares towards the well. And there's just this, this silence as you guys are trying to work. I take the this guy's knife to help. Yeah, take off the leather. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's nice. totally fine. You yeah. you start... I mean, it's it's not so much like, you know, you you can cut, but you can also, like, oh, okay. undo them. Okay. Too. So you all... Yeah, all, all right. four of you are working together to get mm-hmm. her out. Then you hear... What was that? Let's go back. We should run. We should run. Grab the girl and run. Yep, yep. And suddenly... You f- see a tentacled, fingered hand, a giant one, reach over the precipice of this well. And all the fingers go to a different person and wrap around him. And as soon as that wraps around them, their entire skin starts deflating as if it's getting sucked dry of energy. And you hear, <laughs> as a, what looks to be kind of a deformed fetus is ripping itself out of this well a giant thing and it is just snaking around anybody and everything and when i say it has enough tentacles to get everyone it has enough tentacles <laughs> to get everyone this is baby meets covered in worm Ugh. you guys are the furthest one away and you have this girl and you release her and she looks back and she just screams because she's a pickpocket yeah. she's from Brooklyn, <laughs> but you know what she's not so tough and you guys need to make a athletics check mm-hmm. all right always comes back using my <laughs> another using another willpower yep that sounds good yeah mm-hmm. i'm going to use willpower finally yep, same so athletics plus dex yes athletics mm-hmm. plus dex we can only use one willpower per roll yes right? yes two successes two successes two total yeah no two one. successes oh jesus two 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 Yo. you guys are running as this baby not so much climbs out of the thing it falls out of this thing and as it hits the ground it just spreads out as tentacles are just ripping around grabbing people and as you are running you're getting to the very end of the cavern suddenly the girl that you're holding is jerked back by the hand as someone grabs her hand and it is that priest and he's like no he needs her he needs and he gets pulled back and deflated mm. as this thing starts absorbing his body and skin and bone and you are released but this tidal wave of flesh and slithering blood is coming after you and you are piling through this cavern running rats are racing around you trying to escape it a couple times a small tentacle will rip around and grab a rat and pulling into this congealed mess of flesh and blood and you guys burst out of this cavern and run directly towards those stairs mm-hmm. and you are running up the stairs and you just hear that as it is tearing this entire cavern apart looking for any signs of that meat that you guys have on your bones and you climb and you climb and then you slam into the top of something blocking. It looks like it's almost like a cellar door. Something is built above these stairways, blocking you up. Maybe a floor, maybe an old door, but you can't get out by just pushing it unless you want to start trying to force it open. Yeah, yeah, that's happening. Yeah. All of you, how about 
you can assist one of you. Yeah. I think I should be the one to slam into it. Athletics, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming? Yes, yeah. you all are pushing. Okay. You get three extra die. The girl is too petrified to help, but she's 13. Yep. So. And I'm going to use my final willpower to give me an automatic success. And you hear the thing getting closer. Jesus, you need four successes. Oh, boy. So there's one, so two, three, four, five, six wow. successes. Yes! Uh, you <laughs> all push and push, and suddenly you hear a crack of, mm-hmm. of wood and metal that uh-huh. has not been moved in a long time, and you force open this it's like one of those old metal doors that you see on the sidewalk occasionally of an of a building. Yes. And you push it open until it finally makes enough of a gap that even you, Brent, can mm-hmm. get through. And you all push your way through and grab hold of the girl and slam this door shut behind you. And you all are standing in Manhattan somewhere. In the distance, you see the Empire State Building. And around you, just people are walking on the street. There's honking horns. A couple people look at you guys because you literally stumble out. I think you do you still have the shotgun in your yeah, hand? Yeah, I still have the shotgun, and I'm like, there's like blood. Yeah, there's blood. And one girl's like, ew, cosplayers. And she <laughs> walks past you. And you guys are just standing there in Manhattan. I'm ready to go home now. Yeah, yeah. You might want to drop the shotgun. They have really strict rules here. It's my shotgun now. Wrap it up or something. The 13-year-old girl is just standing there staring at the door, just stunned. Tony. Yeah, her phone. Right. Here. Sorry I took this from you. She looks back at you, kind of stunned as she recognizes what you're doing. And then she grabs the phone and takes off. But she stops after about a couple yards and turns around and says, uh, Hey, assholes. Thanks. And then she turns and just keeps on running. You guys see a nearby clock. It's on a building of some sort. And it reads 3 a.m. Oh, wow. Oh, we are so in trouble. No, they still think we're in our rooms. We, we, there's a chance we can get back. Okay. How are you guys getting back? You taking the subway? No. No. <laughs> no, no. And who has money for an Uber? You do see a couple of yellow cabs. Nearby. Oh, I got a couple of dollars, son of a yeah. <laughs> Wave them down. So yeah, you guys pile into this backseat yeah. of one of these uh, old, it's an old-fashioned taxi, it's uh-huh. old. And as you guys are driving, uh, he's like, where to? Belmont. Belmont. Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's driving through the city, and he's like, you guys okay? You look like you're uh, a little shaken. It's been a bad night. Long night. Yeah. And as you guys are stopping, you suddenly realize you're about to enter, for some reason, the Holland Tunnel. And as the guy turns around, he wraps his arm around the back of the passenger seat, and he turns around and he looks at you. He says, do you really want to have a real bad night? And he grins, and the grin is large, and then unhumanly large. And he says, because I got a real fun time to show you. It's going to be fun! (laughs) And you guys are screaming as you guys pull into the Holland Tunnel. The credits start rolling. Another appearance of the Ink Monster. (laughs) Unrelated to the actual monster, he just, he's got a part-time job. This was totally (laughs) in New York these days. The moment that you said it's an old, you know, an older style car, I'm like, nope, nope, we should get out. We should get out. And you guys survived. Yeah, technically. Did you? 
For the now. world of darkness, welcome to the cult of the MTA. 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 You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And there we go. That was uh, Billyverse. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was terrifying. No, no, yep. it was. It was I mean, I, I love the description of the fetus monster. So, yeah. our, our question for the listeners is how is this all somehow Cuomo's fault anyway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was tempted to have, like, you know, pull it back. It was going to the fucking sacrifice. Yeah. No, I just wanted the, I usually do the idea of, like, oh, yeah, it's a small town, kind of, you know, small town has a harvest sacrifice to, you know, I was like, but what if it's New York had one? Mm-hmm. What if New York yep. had, like, they had a sacrifice because people go missing all the time in New York. They, yeah. So the subway takes you down to the monster and you get fed to it. Mm-hmm. Big city that big, it's got to be something to keep it in good standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I mean, if you ha- if you got a sacrifice to keep a small town going, mm-hmm. imagine what a city like New York takes—the oh. type of like pain engine that's got to run to keep it going. Yeah, the that's taxes. a game. Yeah, the taxes. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. That yeah. was the Bellyverse. Thank you all. I mean, is everybody okay? I think I I didn't skip anybody. Like, nope, I know no, I, okay, nope. got everybody. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nope. Just want to make sure that you all had a good time. Yeah, we did. Of course. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much, everybody. You guys Woo. played great. Woo. Woo. All right. Question for the listeners. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Question for the listeners. Okay. What subway car did they miss? Hey, everybody. This is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know. We're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember, the Ink Monster wants to eat you! Shadowy conspiracies, ravening beasts, the cold embrace of the void. These are just some of the dangers awaiting those who stand between the innocent and the multitudes ready to destroy everything we believe in. And the way our heroes roll, whether in Warhammer 40,000, Delta Green, Numenera, or any number of other games we've tried, they'll probably encounter these dangers sooner rather than later. Join us at theredactedfiles.com.